Folks, Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. This is your daily financial news. This is your news show to get 10, 15 minutes of just what is going on in the world, what is going on with the economy. If you like this kind of middle of the road review of what's going on, like, subscribe, comment, and do me a favor. In most daily financial news, I ask you a question. I would love audience participation. Go ahead and leave a comment below. I do have a question for you in this video. Getting the YouTube algorithm going with comments is very, very helpful. Like, subscribe, comment. Let's get into it. First, let's talk about earnings on October 19th, this great Wednesday. October 19th, Wednesday, we got to start with Netflix. Netflix is crushed earnings. They beat top line, beat bottom line, and more importantly, added 2.4 million subscribers when they had an estimate of 1.1. So they doubled subscriber counts. Lots of positive articles about Netflix, couple upgrades. For me, it's going to be all about their advertising going forward, right? Is it $6.99, $9.99? Are they going to crush us with ads? One thing I think is true about Netflix is they will be able to charge premium dollars for ads. If you want to get on Netflix as an advertiser, you will pay through the nose. So looks like Netflix may have turned the corner. Good for them. Next, United Airlines, UAL. United Airlines continues positive reports. Uh, I think Delta was the first. Again, airlines had a great summer. Uh, and they are upbeat about the future. They are now really starting to talk about business travel coming back. It's been, wow, seemingly years since we've talked about the business traveler. Both Delta and United Airlines are showing signs that business travel is coming back. We've got Procter & Gamble, beat top line, beat bottom line. They, they were able to raise prices. Uh, their volume was down a little bit, but again, they raised prices. And they beat top line, beat bottom line. And finally, travelers beat top line and beat bottom line. We do have Tesla earnings after hours today. I think that will be a fun one to watch. Tesla is one of those stocks that you either love or you hate. Uh, but it is going to be a market-moving earnings. Remember, I believe we got a slight miss on deliveries. And I am very curious what happens on the expense side. So revenues, again, just looking at the numbers might be a small miss. But what is going on with expenses, right? Expenses are the ones we have to watch. Foreign currency, FX charges, and shipping or delivery costs. It's going to be very interesting to watch Tesla this morning, or I'm sorry, this afternoon. Uh, we will talk about it tomorrow morning. Next, 100 basis points. I was waiting for someone to in the Fed to at least mention possibly having to go 100. Remember here recently, we got a strong jobs number. We got headline coming in a little bit, but core inflation is actually accelerating. It looks like the Minneapolis Fed uh, wanted to consider going 100 basis points in September. That's important to me because I do not recall anyone talking about 100 basis points. I don't remember reading it in the Fed minutes. So this was something that the Minneapolis Fed was talking about amongst themselves. This sheer fact means to me that 100 basis points will be 
on the table for November 1st and November 2nd. I don't know that they have the uh, cojones to do it, uh, but they should at least think about it. If you've been watching my channel for nine months or so, you know I am in the camp of rip the damn Band-Aid off. Let's, let's just get to the bottom. Let's rebuild on a stronger foundation instead of this drip, drip, drip. But we shall see. So at least somebody is talking about it. Yesterday, we talked about uh, President Biden releasing another 14 or 15 million barrels of oil. And something I asked myself was, how much oil do we have, right? What, where, what is, you know, where is it? What, what's the percentage? Well, I don't know how much we have in total, but I did find a record. Uh, we are down 36% from when President Biden took office, down 36%. More importantly, we are at levels not seen since 1984. And if you don't know this, in 1984, we used a lot less gas and oil, right? This is, what is that? 40 years ago, 38 years ago. So again, I didn't know we are down 36% and more oil is being released daily, down 36%. Eventually, folks, we will have to fill it, or at least you think we would have to fill it, but we shall see. U.S. Treasuries, something a lot of you have been asking me about is, you know, who's going to be buying all of these treasuries? What's going on? And I've always said, I believe what will happen is foreign, foreign capital will come. And it turns out that that guess was right, at least for August. Where are the numbers? Here we go. In July, just so you know, in July, foreigners bought $23 billion of U.S. Treasuries. Really a drop in the bucket. However, one month later, one month later, in the month of August, which is the last month we have data for, they bought $174.2 billion of treasuries. And I think it goes up from here. Uh, the 10-year note I looked this morning is at 4.1, which is the highest I've seen. And the two-year, the two-year hit 4.5%. Will the two-year hit five? I don't know. Let's see. So again, I do believe foreign capital is coming. So while we hit a record in August, will we hit another record this year? We just might. Asia is slowing down. Europe is slowing down. We are the cleanest dirty shirt is my belief. So we will see foreign capital. I mean, four and a half percent, not a bad rate. Banks. Something I have been thinking about the big banks. We're talking the big banks, right? Bank of America, Wells Fargo, J.P. Morgan, Morgan Stanley, Goldman Sachs, Fifth Third, these guys. It looks like being a bank right now is an easy business. If you go back and you've watched the banks as long as I have, they've, you know, they had to take companies public. They had to do these trading things. It was, it was a really an active business. But starting off with J.P. Morgan last week, all they did is they trucked in $1.2 trillion of U.S. dollars. It, they let it sit there, and they made 3% or 3.1 or whatever percent they made. You don't need a lot of bankers to do that. 
Then you go on to read Goldman Sachs, I think Bank of America as well, talking about their bond portfolios, bond trading. It doesn't take a lot to trade bonds. I mean, you and I talked, what was it, a month ago? Oh my gosh, I'm looking at buying the two-year treasury. Now the two years up from four to four and a half. When do people just go, hey, good enough? I think it's pretty soon. So again, I wonder if banks, if if what I'm thinking is right, banks have an easy path, right? They're paying us 0.1, maybe 0.2% for savings. Then they just put it off somewhere and earn three, four, five percent risk-free or nearly risk-free. That's like a 50 to one ratio, right? You you pay two, you earn five, and you get fractional lending on that. Man, not a bad business. So wonder if banks are the place to be. Housing. Housing. Tomorrow, folks, this is where you get to participate with me. Are you ready? Get your fingers ready to type a response. Tomorrow, we get the National Association of Realtors report on median home price. As you recall, last month, I guessed, I think, 406, and it was 389.5. It was clearly a swing and a miss on my part. Tomorrow, I am sticking to my guns, and I'm going 391, so up $1,500. What do you got? Leave your comments below. If anybody nails the number, we will work out a we will work out a way to send you an autographed book or maybe one of my shirts that says nailed it. Maybe we'll do that instead. So again, leave your guesses below. I'd love to hear from you. Again, I'm taking 391. Last month was 389.5. Other housing starts. Housing starts down eight. 0.9%, I believe. No, 8.1%. Housing starts. Again, folks, we are seeing builders stop. Builders are, are discounting finished goods. They are selling communities to uh, private equity. They are not going to build as much. This notion that inventory is just going to keep coming of new inventory, it's not coming. Builders are far more sophisticated. They are not these gigantic land banks. You've already seen Lennar get out of, I don't know, 10,000 lots in Tennessee. Builders are simply going to slow down. Mortgage demand. Mortgage demand is down 4% week on week, down 38% year on year. Mortgage demand is the lowest since 1987. 1987. Or, no, I'm sorry, 1997. I, I added a decade, my bad, 1997. So again, mortgage demand is down. This is really leading to transactions uh, crashing and all of that. I do have a question for you. Uh, there was a great video from Beth Traverso yesterday, my Tuesday expert. She's up in Seattle. She dropped a pearl of wisdom that I want to hear from other real estate agents. Lots of real estate agents watch this channel. Lots of real estate investors, and I thank each and every one of you. But I do have a question. Beth indicated, at least in her market, her buy box, that the low end, the low end, right, median and below, is struggling the most. To me, that makes sense, right? The low end, first-time home buyers, are probably most impacted by interest rates. 
So I want to ask you, in your market, are you seeing something similar or is it different? This is something I talked about six months ago when I talked about median home price skewing higher because of inventory mix. Remember that battle and consternation we all had? It appears that this might be happening in Seattle, right? Cash buyers fine. You know, everybody above the median 50% down, they're good. But the low end, the 3.5% down, the 5% conventional, they are struggling. They are backing away. So let me know about the low end. And by low end, I don't mean cheap. I just mean below the median, right? Draw a line in your market. How is the low end doing? I'm just curious. I'd love to hear from you. And I do want to talk about a, I only do this very rarely. I can only think of two or three other times I've done this. I have a video coming out at 5 p.m. today. 5 p.m. today. Looks like we got something. Hey, Kip, how are you? Yo, yes, hit the like button. Thanks, Kip. I always forget to do that. 165 people watching and only 26 thumbs up. Kip, thank you, buddy. So tonight, 5 o'clock, critical video. Set your alarm. Brian Lebo, the great Brian Lebo from Las Vegas, Nevada. He and I go for an hour trying to break down Las Vegas housing crash. We break down the current Las Vegas housing market and we compare it to the great financial crisis. We talk real numbers. We talk what caused it. We talk about what's the same and what's different. That video should go viral because there's a lot of novice uh, YouTube folks talking about a housing crash. Brian Lebo and I get into it. And folks, I have been watching Vegas since that crisis because it is the canary in the coal mine. It shows me when the bottom is hit and when the top is hit. Vegas is that important. Set your alarm. Five o'clock Pacific must watch video. All right, folks. And then lastly, people are out doing the work, getting great deals. I want to congratulate Anapon. For getting your deal, your card will go out in the mail today. Again, if you don't know what this is, this is something that I do to track my impact. I'm trying to help people do the work, help people understand average, good, and great deals. And when you get a great deal and you close, I want to know about it. I want to send you one of these. So again, just something I do to make sure we're having a positive impact here at one rental at a time. So again, remember. I want to hear your guesses. Median home price tomorrow. You can get my book or one of these shirts, whatever you want. If you nail it, we will send you one of these. And I have various colors. Red was the only one I could grab. So at the end of the day, Anapon, congratulations. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care.